Welcome to the All In Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Allport, and today is a solo episode. If you are new here, we do bi-weekly interview episodes and bi-weekly solo episodes, and this is the chance on this episode to answer some of the questions that we get um, in our DMs uh, as comments about episodes and just general topics that we want to cover. And so today I want to talk about expecting the worst it's a deep topic. It's an interesting one. And I have a, a, you know, a recent example that I think will kind of put this into context. So without further ado, let's go all in. All right, so let's kick this off with a little bit of an example because I think that that puts it into the right frame of mind when it comes to talking about not expecting the worst. And when I say that, I don't mean not to plan for the worst case scenario, but you'll understand once I get through this this story. So uh, as I've talked about, I think, on different podcasts, but if you follow me on social media, you definitely know that um, I've been going through a shoulder injury basically for two years. It was kind of misdiagnosed at the start. Um, at the same time, I needed time off just mentally um, and just to, to focus on my business and do different things. So I kind of took a year where I was like, okay, I'm just going to rest the shoulder, focus on some other things and then come back. And then when I try to start coming back, obviously the pandemic happened, but also my shoulder hadn't healed. And it wasn't until finally this year after going through the whole shoulder rehab prog- uh, process and then something uh, setback kind of happening that... I went to finally my sport med, got an MRI, got ultrasound, all those things, and kind of figured out exactly what's wrong with my shoulder and now making the real push to to come back. But um, what happened was originally I got an ultrasound and and I say originally by like kind of a few months ago, I got an ultrasound and an x-ray on my shoulder and they discovered a small tear in my rotator cuff. Now, when I went to the sport med, he said that's not something that we're going to repair with surgery. It's actually pretty minor. But based on what I was feeling in my shoulder and how I really couldn't use my shoulder at all, he thought that I have a torn labrum. And so I finally got the MRI just a week or two ago, and it just came back. And it turns out that I don't have a torn labrum where they think. It's actually just kind of more so my rotator cuffs um, and that I won't need surgery. Now, what was interesting was I had mentally planned for the months that I was waiting for this MRI that I was definitively going to need surgery. And in my head, that helped me deal with the fact that I would need probably another year of recovery. And shoulder surgeries is one of the longest to come back from because of the degree of motion in that shoulder. And then because of my sport, having to lift over 200 pounds overhead, there's a lot of demand on that shoulder. And so it's not a quick return to sport and by any means. It's like you know, six to nine months of just recovery before I'd then be able to try to get back to my sport and weightlifting and all those things. So to deal with that, I basically had worked up in my head that, okay, you know what? That's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need shoulder surgery and it's going to be great. It's going to be, you know, a fresh start. I'm going to do all the rehab. I'm going to crush it. And when I get that surgery, that's going to like be that turning point, right? And what was interesting was Then when I got the result that I probably don't need surgery, still to be confirmed, but most likely don't need surgery, I felt almost disappointed. And what was interesting is that is what should have been the good news, right? But because I had prepared so much for the worst news or what I thought would be the worst news and turned that into the good news, 
The good news sounded bad in contrast because I had mentally planned that what was going to happen was the worst case scenario. Now, this really had me reflecting about this whole concept of preparing for the worst. I am definitely someone who likes to prepare for all scenarios because I want to be ready. And that's actually a big part of my sport because in my sport of CrossFit, there's, you know, unknown variables that can happen, random workouts that get thrown in and you just never know what's going to happen. You do need to plan for, quote unquote, the worst. What could happen in this workout? What if I go out too hot and then I start dying off? Like, what are my options here? And you want to plan like your decision making from there. However, If you never plan for the best case scenario, then you've left a whole different option off the table. Like you also have to plan for the other options. You can't just only plan for the worst just to make sure that you can handle it when it does happen. You also have to plan for the best case scenarios or the medium case scenarios. Like what's the plan A? What's plan B? Don't just plan for plan C. And that's been a big lesson that I've learned is, you know, instead of trying to be so positive about the the negative uh, scenario, make sure that it's positive. Worry about turning that positive into a negative. You don't want to turn that positive into a negative, right? Which is essentially what I did in my mind, where I built up the other scenario as better than the best case scenario. So that's kind of the lesson that I wanted to go over. I think it's important to plan for all scenarios. Don't only be so optimistic that you are naive to the fact that things could go wrong, right? Because I think that's what makes us Uh, you know, more well-rounded as human beings is being able to adapt and knowing that things won't always go right and being able to handle that. That's, That's what makes us resilient. However, we also need to know how to handle when things go good. And I think that's really difficult for many of us because especially if we get in a spiral of thinking things are always going bad and we're always having to adapt to these things that that keep just happening to us, we forget about what does it feel like when things just go well and how can I actually sit in this and make the best of when things go good. So that's the reminder for today is don't only plan for when things go bad. Don't only expect the worst. Don't forget to expect the best, plan for it, and enjoy it if it does happen. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.